copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Welcome to the police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 112. You're on the lookout for a burglar operating in the 77th Street District. This man leaves burned matches at the scene of his burglary. That's all. Rolls and clicks. percentage of increase in sales of any gasoline. Thanks to you who have taken our recommendation to use Rio Grande's fast gasoline. Rio Grande has just finished its most successful year. Sales of fast gasoline have steadily increased, faster than any other gasoline. And on fast gasoline alone, Rio Grande's sales have increased 140%. One of the most amazing games in gasoline history. This record is all the more remarkable when you realize that Rio Grande does not operate its own same station. Rio Grande sales have increased because you motorists who want police car performance in your cars have purchased cracked gasoline from the independent dealer in your neighborhood. You have discovered that the exclusive passenger cracking process makes Rio Grande cracked a livelier, faster, and more economical gasoline. And your repeat purchases have made Rio Grande the fastest growing oil company in the West. Pleasure to present Chief Jane B. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. Your policeman is always on the spot. If he fails to do his duty as you think he should, you criticize him. On the other hand, if he does his duty as he is expected to, another part of the public will criticize him. In the story you're about to hear, a police officer actually placed himself at a disadvantage rather than be criticized for using undue force on a suspect. And he was compelled to take this force after several citizens had refused him the aid which it is every officer's right to expect from the individual whose life and property he has sworn to protect. In cases of emergency, Every conscientious citizen should stand ready to help the police rather than merely stand by and gape. It is midnight of March 19, 1931. Detective Emmett Jones his late watch over is riding home. 
At the corner of the row and fixed the fifth street, he waits for a red light. As the signal changes, a man steps out from the shadows and onto the run for his own car. The detective turns, looks into the business end of a revolver 38. What's the matter, buddy? Well, what do you want? I'm going to be up close. Well, I've already got $13 on this. Well, that's better. Oh, well, just a minute. Let me get out of the car. Now, you just stay where you are, buddy. And don't get murdered. I'll look at that money. Here you are. Now, I'll just go through your other pocket. I said no staying there. What? Yes. I'll just take that, too. Oh, yes. Oh. 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 With a scream, the bandit plunges back into the shadows. He sets his drones in pursuit. But the officer, failing to find him, returns to his car, drives to a phone, reports to headquarters. Within five minutes, the radio car arrives, and after the first search of the neighborhood, the holdup man is found in the alley, dead. Next morning, the Detective Jones explains the situation to his superior. The very soon, all the time, see? When he tried to kick me down and got hold of the watch chain, I knew if he pulled it out and saw my badge on one end of it, well, he'd let me have it. I took a long chance and shoved his gun away as I drew my own from my shoulder holster. It was either me or him. Well, quite right, John. You did the only thing you could do under the circumstances. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, he was wanted. You've got an identification on him? Yes, I have. His name's Nelson. Wanted to hold up. Got a record that started with reform school when he was 15 years old. He's done two stretches in Folsom by the time he was 25. Ain't a funny with an old man. Right about the thing is that the business right way. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if you had inadvertently caught the matchbreaker. The matchbreaker? That's the man I knew. Who's he? Well, we've been having a devil of a time with him out in the 77th Street Division. The birds arrive at home during the evening, and people are apt to be out to the movies. He never uses a flashlight. He uses his big kitchen matches instead. There's a whole pile of bonbons after every job. Well, who thinks the girl will touch? I'll feel better about it. Well, you don't have to have any pangs of conscience. He was a bad one anyway. Sure, Captain, but you know how it is. You don't kill a man every day, and it makes you feel funny. Well, makes you feel any better. I had a talk with the guy's mother this morning. A nice old lady, respectable and law-abiding. She admitted to me that perhaps it was a good thing her son was dead, because he'd never given her a moment's peace of mind. Now, he's been in trouble ever since he was able to walk. I guess he was just a bad man. Captain hoped that Nelson, the hold-up man, was the match burglar is a vain one. For the mysterious match burglar continues his reputation in the 77th Street Division. As night after night, and as many as half a dozen homes are burglarized and the lost property mounts in value for thousands and thousands of dollars, the citizens of the neighborhood clamor for immediate action. Captain Wallace, in charge of Detective 77th Street, has Detective Jones with his partner, Detective G.R. Patton, transferred from Central to his command. On a day in April, the two men report for duty on the Captain's office. Boys, I'm short-handed out here, and I'd ask to have you transferred to one particular job. The first of us, a match burger. We thought Jones would be heaven when you had your run in with that bird nose. But we were wrong. This monkey's pulled plenty jobs since then. Oh, how's the work, Cap? Well, we know mighty little about it. 
just that he burns matches instead of using flashlights. What's he feel? And he thinks he turns out of the kid's bank with sterling silver. He's not particular. He takes anything he gets his hands on. Uh, you got any idea who he is? No, Captain, I haven't. I never seen to leave Trump. The only distinguishing identification we have on him are these confounded masses he let us a place up with. Sounds like a tough nut to crack. It is. And I'm counting on you two to do the job. I have a burglary report for more than 50 jobs. Look them over, boys, and see if you can get anything out of it. And you better work those four to midnight shift. This bird pulls most of his tricks between seven and nine. Okay, sir. We'll go to work on him right away. And that night, as Jones and Cotton pour over the burglar report in the precinct station, Mr. and Mrs. Cops the White Feather are walking along 69th Street on their way home from the movies. As they approach their home. Well, I, for one, can understand why the wife and the sister left her home with that dancer fellow. He certainly knew how to make love. Didn't he, Casper? Uh, yes, my dear. When that old fool of a husband started stepping out with those actresses, well, that was just a question, wasn't it, Casper? Well, uh, yes and no. What do you mean, yes and no? Well, there is such a thing as thoughts for the goose and thoughts for the gander. Sir, you surprise me. Yes, my dear. Do you mean to say that you can don't just find us on the part of husband? Why, if I stop for a minute, it's you. Now, 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 Muzzle, 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 don't get excited. Remember, you're concerned, you, you mustn't aggravate it. You men are horrible. You have to single mind. Yes, my dear. Here, I'll open the door. Just a minute, my dear, I'll turn on the light. Here we are, my dear. Back home. And the fine home it is with a husband who goes out with actresses. Now, Myrtle, I never said that. No, he's not to, but that's just as bad. Myrtle, I never said that either. <laughs> what? Uh, look, the door. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, somebody's been in. Oh, wonderful heavens. Oh, he's standing around and he gave me this evening. It's gone. 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 It's um, well, what's the number, dear? How could I know it? I don't know anything you see, even if you do know after it. Oh, Michael, it's such a time as easy to do. It's very, very good operator, darling. Somebody's just standing in the sunlight. It'll jump down the doors on the bed. Oh, hi, Captain. Hi, Captain. Say, my children here. How do you know how something? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hello, operator. Look, Certainly, certainly, Steve. Go on, Steve. Yes? Yes. Yes, sir. We'll be right over. Come on, Captain. We're going to see some action. Uh, what is it? Burglary. Within five minutes, the two detectives pull their police car to a sweeping stop in front of the white federation and enter the house. You have a guardian. Put it in the window and see her. You find any burned matches around the place? Oh, uh, yes. Why? I thought so. Well, I don't see what they're doing. Who is that cat who's sitting on me and the motor's off the room? You're free to him. Why? Tell me, ma'am, have you disturbed anything? Oh, heavens, no. It is just the way we found it when we came in. 
Oh, I could say the baby was a shame of heart somewhere. Mm-hmm. You let me do that. Let me do that. Well, they're lurking in the backyard. Oh, I wish you'd make sure. Well, okay, ma'am. Is it going to make you feel any better? Hey, take a look out back, will you? Yeah, sure. Now, let's go out this window. Then we are going to go in. Oh, look at that. Do you know this window now? Oh, of course. Multiple games. You don't suppose he's so loud, too? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe I'll bang it around back here somewhere. Oh, don't. Yes? Here's how he forced open the window. Looks like a half inch dinner. Well, what do you do, though, Russ? Well, you'd better get a look out back while I touch the extent of the damage in here. Okay. Well, then, can you make a list of the missing articles? Well, I don't know. It's going to take some time to check up on things. And, well, I'm so upset and everything. I'll just... What's all the fun? What's the police car doing outside the house? We've been robbed, Henry. Robbed? Hey, you have a time. <laughs> that fellow didn't fool, did he? You almost like a chance of to me. No, nothing matters, Henry Watson. No, 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 my dear. Don't get yourself upset. Oh, no, I'm sure it isn't any laughing matter. Oh, you've got to do this. It's sort of funny. I don't see anything funny about it. Oh, well, Casper, I was just on my way back to the movies. I wonder what was going on. I was all going to get to the house. Who's up I'm a sure neighbor. Oh, I found your team, huh? Oh. Out at the back of the lot. Well, my... Probably carried it back there. He didn't look up and down the road to see if he was safe. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you got many places in here? Well, apparently, they dumped all the drawers on the bed and then takes pretty much. His wife, though, can't tell how much he's been taken up. Oh, I see. Well, that's the thing. 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 Well, that's the Although I can't find any traces of prints, can you, John? No, no. It certainly looks like a professional job. Oh, just look at those burn matches on my screen floor. I'm picking up with a giant in the pocket. Yes. Yes. Oh, what is it, then? Right here, under the floor. You see my shirt? It's gone. It's gone under the bed? Oh, I get it. Uh, there's wheels on this convict. How do you know? Simple. You keep the gun in one of the drawers, I suppose. Why, yes. In the top drawer in the book book. Yes, and finds it when he enters the drawer and immediately throws it under the bed out of reach. Oh, surprise. Now, I could imagine he's wanting to use it, maybe. Well, then, he was smart. He'd been set on, while on the commission of a felony, he'd have five more years automatically start going to his sentence. Oh, well, officer, I was just talking to the man who was the shop of the street, and he told me that about half an hour ago, someone rang his bell. And then he asked the door, and he saw a man walking away from the house in a big hurry. Oh, so that's his guy, huh? He rings the bell first to be sure there's no one at home. He gets an answer, he scrams. And if he doesn't, he crashes in. Well, simple enough, isn't it? Yeah, simple enough, all right. But it isn't going to be simple to catch this guy. Why, what's the matter? Well, so far as I can see, he just doesn't leave any clues. No fingerprints, nothing but the confounded nothing. Oh, Captain. Oh, what is it? I want to see those officers. Right here, come in. Oh, hold it. Oh, thank heaven you haven't left yet. Well, what's the matter? Well, when you get in here, I want you to come over to my house. Why? I've been robbed, too.
of notes and information gleaned from the two burglaries they had investigated, the two detectives sat down the next day to catch their criminal on Well, sir, it looks to me as though this bird works uh, in the neighborhood where they can find three or four houses in a group at a corner. And where there is an alley running behind him, there's a messy getaway. Yeah, that's right. Well, I know that he's an old hand at the racket, and probably a nice time that we handle that gun. And the fact that he left no fingerprints. Well, we know that he uses matches instead of a flashlight. That's about all we do know. I'm not too sure about that. These uh, robbery reports tell a lot. Oh, what? Well, they boil down to this. Our matchmaker operates in the territory between Moon and Avalon and from 95th Street to 65th Street. He seems to start from the southern end of this area and works in the northeasterly direction. Yeah. Most of these jobs are full between 7.30 and 9 o'clock in the evening while people are out to the movies. Right. And look at these reports. That girl sure looks familiar, sir. Yeah. Look at this one last Tuesday. Five jobs in an hour between noon and 8 o'clock and Avalon and 67. He's a smart hombre, all right. Yeah. But now he's got a turn and I think he'll stop him. Now look. Here's a map of the district. And this circle I'm drawing roughly encloses the territory where our map does the work. Yeah. The list would I tell in a private house somewhere in the center of this territory. It has a radio car that notifies as many people as it can to call in here as soon as they discover their houses have been built around. Then we'll have Pep Wallace relayed a call to the house where we'll be waiting. As soon as we learn the location of the first job, We'll be able to guess approximately the location of the next house you take. Well, sounds reasonable. We'll give the boys and the cars a couple of days to put all the residents wise, and then you and I get in the old clothes and go to work. Oh, uh, whose house will we take out in? Leave that to Captain Wallace. He knows everybody out in this neck of the woods. He'll find us a spot. Upon over 500 residents in the district, the importance of reporting burglaries immediately. Jones and Captain carefully planned the strategy. Finally, without an old flow, we approached the house in which Captain Wallace was arranged for them to wait until the time was right for them to spend their time. Well, that's the fifth time I've rung this bell. You sure this is the right place? This is the address of Sybil, Jimmy. Yeah, it sounds like they're coming now. Somebody just killed two of those curtains at it. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm going to be right there, but... Hey, hey, hear that, Bezzer. They're police officers. Captain Wallace on it. Captain Well, that's very kind of you, sir, but we may have to be leaving in a minute. 
So just accept your kind hospitality until you receive a call from the captain. Yeah, yeah, so sir, told me. There's something about this plasma, he said. That's right. That fellow, that plasma is a bad one. Last week, he got my neighbor's wife of a beautiful fur coat. Now, before last, he went to the town to tell the coat to speak. Tonight, maybe he comes to pulverize my house. Then I fool him now. Yeah, the two policemen got him. Well, he's certainly got a hot reception if he got a dozen this way. He's not as easy as he has a lot on. Probably the captain will really. Yeah, I am, sir. Yeah, hello? Yeah, but they are here. You are 60 minutes after I'm going to talk with you. Look at the man who threw a little drop. 
Well, just face him under arrest. That's an old dodge, too. Well, if you want that police face to call, will you do that to him and call the 77 police station and ask him to send a car? If you're a police officer, take him yourself. He's just a little... He's just a little guy. You're big enough to handle him. Yes, well, that's the sort of cooperation you get from the citizen in the past there. Hey, the man is right. You are not a police officer. Yes, come back here. 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 Come on. 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 People are gathering around. They will call the police. Then where will you be? Don't oh. oh, I'm sure. If you are sitting my little boy, we'll own through all of your life. Look here, Mister. What's the idea of sitting on a little fellow? Let him go. Where is it? You look like a man with some intelligence. You look like a man with some intelligence. Can you please go to the nearest phone and call the police? I don't want to hurt this guy. And I'm not going to let him get away from me again. No, I don't want to make that go no five at all. This isn't a five at all. I'm a police officer. My name's Eric Jones. I'm a detective at the 77 Street Station. I'm a little bit of 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 I don't want to hurt him, see? Yeah. I'll shoot it across the pavement for you. Now you call the police car and keep the gun until they come. Until they come. Well, looks like a police car. It is. It is. It must be all right. You wouldn't give me your gun to hold. I'm not kidding you. I'm everything I say I am. And I'm going to sit on this guy with his arm locked on him until somebody comes along and gives me a kiss. Uh, I'll say, Mister, you got me convinced. You won't have long to wait. I'm going to call the radio car right away. At last, Jones received the reinforcement and securely manacled from Mexican to Spanish to President of headquarters, where he was immediately questioned by Captain Wallace, Jones, and Pat. What do you mean? Jose, come What do you mean? Over in Los Alamitos. Well, then we've been operating over in this territory. Well, what do you mean, in operation? Well, what do you mean, in operation? Pulling on these burglaries? Oh, you're not doing no burglaries. Listen, we've been looking for you for months. And you know you've been looking for me. Well, we've been looking for a man who's been burglarizing the houses in this division. A man who's been using matches instead of a flashlight. I find you leaving a house on 77th Street with one pocket full of matches and the other pocket full of small change. The house you were leaving on 77th Street was burglarized tonight. Burglarized tonight. Okay, you've got the contents of the child's bank. And you find your pocket stuffed with pennies, dimes, and nickels. Next door, you know you're the man we've been looking for. I never did nothing wrong. Well, let me put it this way. We were apprehended by an officer. We resisted him and attempted to escape from him. He was armed. They're lucky you're alive. There's a Dr. Jones here, one of the best rats in the department. Oh? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Not a 
Copyright Golden Lady.